Welcome to another episode of the Binge Alert podcast, the show where I talk about things I love, things I hate, and everything in between when binging on anime, books, movies, and TV shows. If you're not familiar with the format, the show will be split into five categories, which are Binge's Opinion, Is the Book Better, Movie versus TV, Originals versus Remake, and Roast the Characters. For today's episode, the category is Movie versus TV, where I'll be comparing the 2016 TV show Shadowhunter with the 2013 movie Mortal Instrument, both of which are adaptations of the novel series The Mortal Instruments, a young adult fantasy series. I had already watched the movie a while back, but I didn't remember much. So I thought, let me just refresh my memory before diving into Shadowhunters, which I've never seen before. And it went a little something like this. 15 minutes later. (laughs) I'm sorry. That made me choke. (laughs) Her scream made me choke with laughter. After sitting through that movie, there is no way the TV show that managed to last three seasons is worse than this. There is no way. One week later. The deadest, I, the deadest expressions I have ever seen and stuff, even as you're screaming and shouting, your, your face is still dead. It's still, it's still dead. Like I see nothing. I see nothing. I have no comments. So I'm just going to jump straight into this and attempt to figure out which format I prefer. But before I continue, I just want to give a quick spoiler alert. I will be talking about some of the plot points, so please don't be upset if you haven't watched it and I give too much away, but you have been warned. Okay, so both formats follow the same storyline. Our main character, Clary, is turning 18 and she's drawing symbols all over the place without realising or knowing what they mean. Her mother knows what they mean, but decides that instead of informing her daughter of the dangers, she's just going to let her have one more night as a kid. Like she doesn't have literal demons running after her, but okay. Clary goes to the club and sees someone get stabbed, but she seems to be the only one who sees them. And the guys who did the stabbing are shadow hunters called Jace, Alec and Isabel and they're surprised that she can see them. Turns out Clary's mother was a former shadow hunter in hiding. Fast forward to the mother being attacked and kidnapped because the bad guy Valentine is looking for a cut that will allow him to make an army of shadow hunters to kill downworlders which are basically beings that are half human half demon of some sort be it werewolf, vampire, fairies etc. So now everyone is also looking for Clary because they all think that she knows where her mother hid the cup but if anyone had a bit of common sense and did their research they would have realized that clary didn't even know all of this existed and on top of that her mother had clary's memories removed so clary is helped to no one not even herself so then we have many hours of following clary try to save her mother with very little information to go on and no memory of where her mother told her where the cup is that everyone is looking for fast forward to the end because everything in the middle is irrelevant other than the fact that her human best friend Simon gets turned into a vampire and the love story we'll get to that it's revealed that Valentine is actually Clary's father and the gang managed to to defeat him for like five seconds and then he escapes the end (sighs) there are two topics within both formats which are portrayed slightly different that I found remotely entertaining enough to talk about firstly we have how Clary was introduced into the Shadowhunter world As I said, her mother decided to let Clary live her best life one more night before actually giving her all the information she needs to survive. 
In the show, her mother tried to give her the details. Okay, not hard enough, but she, at least she tried. You know, she kept she kept getting interrupted, but was somewhat determined to inform her daughter of all the dangers that she needed to know. Her mother in the film, useless. Okay, like, Clary is slowly descending into madness. She returns home in the middle of the night, clearly distressed, and you have her mother pretending to be asleep. Then, the next day, instead of bringing up the drawings that are littered throughout her room, and then you see that she's drawing symbols on post-it notes in the living room, Mother is too busy worrying about whether or not Clary is leading Simon on because Mother got called out for leading someone else on. Is this a time for pettiness? Really? Now is the time. Simon is literally the least of your worries right now. Clary is probably thinking she's possessed, seeing murders that no one else can, and you're sitting here worried about Simon. Simon. I can't believe her topic of conversation right now is a whole friend zone Simon. Instead of being told by her mother, she had to learn about this world by watching three strangers stab a guy in the middle of her first time in the club on her 18th birthday. And someone please explain to me what was the point of Clary's memories being taken away? How did that help her? You want her to be safe, but you make her naive and ignorant to the dangers around. Not even preparing her in any way, shape or form. Like you could have at least, at the very least, prepared her physically. Like make her take up boxing or archery or something. But no, now she's out here gallivanting these streets with no direction. Nonsense. Secondly, we have the love story. The moment Jace lays eyes on Clary and realizes that she can see Shadowhunters, he is lost. They've barely had a conversation and he's already infatuated with her to the point where he's questioning whether Simon is her boyfriend and whether Simon knows that he's in the friend zone. <sighs> Sir, there's love at first sight and then there's stalker. You've known her for a day. A day but he's throwing all logic and self-preservation out the window for a girl that he met five seconds ago. What is your obsession? Is it because she can see you? Boy, there's literally a room full of people who can see you, so I don't understand what the infatuation is. Where is it coming from? But alas, their love is short-lived when the big plot twist comes at the end, revealing that Jace and Clary could be siblings. In the TV show, I didn't actually see the revelation take place because I skipped some episodes, but the finale seemed to indicate that they took to the news and are accepted of being potential siblings hence holding off on the romance in the film my word the movie ends with chase saying i don't believe it i don't believe that we're siblings because i don't feel it in my heart hmm they were out here whispering at the top of their lungs that their love for each other is too strong for them to be siblings and then they ride off into the sunset i hope they're heading to the doctors to find out if they're actually siblings like let me actually talk about the revelation of them being siblings so the show runs on the concept that they're siblings right up until the end and into season two with them both acknowledging that this is what's meant to be we siblings we good in the film the audience find out that this is a lie way before Jason and Clary are even told that they're siblings. One of Valentine's henchmen suggests to Valentine that if he tells them they're both his children, it will break their hearts. Why are you telling us this? Now we know it's a lie, so what kind of suspense do we have when you tell them? One hour and 30 minutes in, you're gonna tell me the climax of the movie and we still have another 40 minutes to go. And then for him to say it will break their hearts, they've known each other for two days. I don't, I don't understand, like, I don't understand, like, they've known each other for two days. And even if their hearts are being broken, how does this help Valentine? Well, apparently, they'll be so heartbroken that they'll be swayed to join Valentine. I mean, okay, 
like how does them being heartbroken from being in love with each other after two days have anything to do with them fighting for good and evil how do they correlate is what i'm trying to say how do they correlate at least in the show it kind of made sense why chase turned to the dark side in the finale because he felt like he was born to turn dark and be like valentine who raised him and might be his father so he leaves with his father and the cup that makes more sense the movie does not like how can you make something that has a really interesting concept just be so boring like i don't understand how you can do that and everything was just slow like and i don't mean slow as in the story wasn't moving at a quick pace or stuff like that i meant every character was physically moving slow and then on top of the slowness you add slow motion scenes like why final verdict overall there's nothing to brag about in this battle they both suck however for all the thoughts the movie has the simple fact that i couldn't even finish the show halfway through episode six i skipped right to the end i needed alcohol it took me three weeks just to get to episode six and just to be clear this doesn't mean the movie is good okay it also sucks but i'll take the movie any day since season one is basically the movie just ten thousand years longer i hope they leave the mortal instruments alone because clearly they don't know how to handle the source material that's all for today thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the show let me know what you think of the movie mortal instruments and or the series shadow hunter which one is your favorite also if you have any requests or suggestions on anything you'd like me to watch or read please be sure to hit me up you can find me on instagram or twitter at binge Alert pod or on my facebook page at the binge Alert podcast i'm out and i'll catch you in a sec